I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. The Diwali hangover isn't going away anytime soon. New clothes, sweets, and above all, fireworks. Ah, yes, fireworks. They appear to be going out of fashion, and for good reason. But the penchant for fireworks hasn't fully extinguished yet. After two years of muted Diwali celebrations owing to the COVID pandemic, it seems that India had the loudest Diwali despite various bans on firecrackers across different states. According to an Economic Times report, Mr. Ganeshan Panjurajan, president of the Tamil Nadu Fireworks and Amosses Manufacturers Association, or the TANFAMA, said that the current year's turnover is more or less similar in value terms to the business during the Deepavali season of 2016 to 2019. Reportedly, there were sales of 6,000 crore rupees across the nation, and it was Maharashtra that bought the most number of crackers, while Delhi had the lowest demand. But these sales aren't enough to rescue the industry. Obviously, the fireworks industry hasn't been doing well owing to blanket bans. Moreover, There's been a 50% increase in the price of raw materials since the pandemic, the report said, driving up the prices of firecrackers by 30 to 40%. Additionally, the industry had to choose other chemicals like strontium nitrate because the use of barium nitrate in crackers is prohibited. Strontium itself presents a number of difficulties because it has a limited shelf life and requires a more laborious manufacturing process. The National Fireworks Industry Hub was able to maintain its market position by switching to green crackers and adopting green standards. You know, go the eco-friendly way. Green crackers made are said to have lower pollution levels, but according to a business standard report, Sivakasi, which is the hub of the firecracker industry, is now looking to make inroads into the international market which is currently dominated by Chinese players. But speaking of green crackers and bans, While some states like West Bengal allowed for green crackers, Delhi, the capital city of course, had one of the strictest bans on the production, storage, sale and bursting of firecrackers this Diwali. The Delhi government also imposed a penalty for violating these rules, imprisonment up to 6 months and a fine of rupees 200. But that didn't deter everybody. Our listeners from Delhi already know what I'm talking about. The national capital was deemed to be the most polluted city earlier in the week right after Diwali. Currently, it's the second most polluted city in the world after Lahore. The air quality has been hovering between very poor to severe. But the pollution is also in part because of the rise in stubble burning cases. The Delhi government is trying to come up with many alternatives, but environmental experts believe that there are many a few holes in its policies. Despite all the new restrictions on construction and demolition activities in Delhi NCR and the 20 CR smog towers, it seems that it'll be longer yet before Delhi can breathe clean air. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. Hello, I'm Farheen Khan and here is the deep dive for October 31st. 2022 A new era for Twitter has begun as Elon Musk takes over the microblogging site. This 44 billion dollar deal hasn't been anything short of a roller coaster ride with Musk taking double U-turns on the purchase, Twitter suing Musk for backtracking on his promise, 
and Peter Zadko's whistleblowing about the company. As reported by Wired, Elon eyed the company primarily because he wanted to enhance the product with new features, making the algorithms open source to increase trust, defeating the spam bots and authenticating all humans. Several hailed these ideas while others have been quite skeptical about the same, stating that this would drown the platform into chaos. As Musk rejoices at his phenomenal milestone by tweeting to have freed the bird, the company's employees face a grim fate. As reported in the Washington Post, Elon has already fired top executives like Chief Executive Parag Agarwal, Chief Financial Officers Ned Segal, and Head of Legal Policy, Trust and Safety Vijaya Gade. Sean Edget, the company general counsel, met the same fate. While these top executives left the company with hefty severance pay, but other employees may not be that lucky. According to The Verge, Musk has ordered for company-wide layoffs to squeeze the total company's workforce to a mere 25%. This development is estimated to arrive prior to 1st November in order to avoid paying stock grants to the employees, which forms an appreciable portion of their pay. Now, it isn't just employees who are departing from the company, the users are as well. According to The Wired, several users are abandoning the platform and eyeing alternatives like Discord or Mastodon, a decentralized microblogging platform. Most of these abandoners are wary of the safety of their data, while others believe the platform would be a pit for trolling and harassment. This may be due to Musk being opposed to any censorship that goes far beyond the law and wanting to fix Twitter's strong left-wing bias, as reported by The Wired. Musk had previously labelled himself as a free-speech absolutist and had expressed his discomfort with the existing content moderation policies. A Wired report quoted Christopher Bozzi of Bot Sentinel, a popular bot detection system, as saying that a Musk-owned Twitter could be disastrous for women and marginalised communities already facing abuse and targeted harassment on the platform. Though, after the takeover, there hasn't been any major developments towards the content moderation policies. As reported by TechCrunch, Musk has promised to create a content moderation council that would be tasked with the responsibility of moderating the content over the platform and ultimately deciding who would be put to Twitter jail. According to Musk, this would be done to not let the platform become a free-for-all hellscape. Either way, as Musk stands as the gatekeeper, it is yet to be seen how free the bird is. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. The episode was written and researched by Aritra Kundu and Sneha, edited by Shorbori, produced by Manaswini, mastered and mixed by Prasenjit Das. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.